0: Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fan party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and face masks, and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm K Drama Jen.
1: I'm K Muse. I'm CL Keita And I'm Drama Geek. Don't forget that we have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively on our Patre- for our Patreon supporters. It's a great place to chat with us about recent dramas and what we're watching. The link is in our show notes.
2: So today we're going to be continuing with The King Eternal Monarch, and we're going to be chatting episodes 7 through 12. So we are past the halfway point, and we have a lot to say.
0: Wait, hold up, 12? I just binge-watched 13 because
2: I
3: oh, thought I needed to Oh no,
0: Oh, no, no, 13's today. Yeah,
3: oh, 13's oh, today.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh.
2: Now you know
0: the
1: information that we want to know. <laughs> I
0: know. Yeah, this is going to be really hard. I have to remember where we left off. Okay, right.
3: but most importantly... Where are <laughs> the abs? Maybe they're
1: in 13.
3: Why are we in turtlenecks? Why are we still in turtlenecks and jackets?
1: Where? Uh, can
3: I not have a little ab flash anywhere?
1: What's I think in on? 12, there was a thought process of let's have Dohuan unbutton his shirt, but then they did not follow through.
3: Okay. I'm I'm done with this. I I'm would done. even like a neck at this point. <laughs> there are so many turtlenecks. We haven't seen collarbones since, like, the beginning.
1: There's been fabulous jackets, though. Come on, they've had fabulous jackets.
2: (laughs) Well, and it just finished filming. So it's not like this was filmed in January.
3: Nope. Uh, 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 Why? Why, turtlenecks? Why?
0: Wait, so was the shower scene in 13?
3: Uh, I
2: haven't seen any naked
3: anything. (laughs) I was going to... Now I'm really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, so um switching of the Dohuans, that is probably one of my favorite, favorite, favorite parts of this drama. And I think that he is knocking it out of the ballpark with his portrayals of serious and silly. And they've used that the two different ones switching places and going into the other worlds really well. And I just love his characters to death. And the fact that both of them have been shot. Haven't they both been shot by now? <laughs> it's like, yeah,
2: oh. well, one was shot and one was hit, but he was wearing a vest.
1: Oh, no, they were both that vet- in the vet with the vest. One's acting yeah. like he's about to die because he was oh. shot at the other one. <laughs> I just assumed he,
2: he wasn't in a vest because he's acting in, in the hospital. No, still. he was in a vest. No. <laughs> Unsup oh, was
3: in heaven. a vest. He, had a vest, yeah, he yes. had a vest on. Yeah, he had a vest on. He's just a drama queen. Yeah.
2: He totally is. He's like totally sitting <laughs> long term in the hospital. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I love how the the country Do is portraying being the bodyguard in the other country and he is like crazy <laughs> and like saying everything really too loud and doesn't know what he's doing so uh, Eamon Ho's character has to keep telling him what to do
1: (laughs) make sure you talk low make sure you answer the phone really low
2: (laughs) I know and he's doing it in front of the other bodyguards which is just cracking me (laughs) up because they must be wondering what the heck is going on because this is weird
1: (laughs) Jen are you still with us? I am oh yeah (laughs) you're next
0: <laughs> sorry I was talking um, apparently I was muted so <laughs> I've been laughing along with you and interjecting so um as I said I really liked that part where he um where he said to talk low like you were just saying mm. and and he was like I just really like to hear him answer the phone um, <laughs> and that's, and this is how everybody's like you guys are Crazy. So what I love about it Is that the Siblings of our um, Country bumpkin Dohan Just totally knew That it wasn't him And right from the beginning They were, you know, the, the one sister Was just like, call the police <laughs> this, this
1: is not my brother
0: Yeah, I, I love it I do, and as you said I love just the so him as an actor, just watching him have to portray the two different parts, but then also the two people pretending that they're the other person, mm-hmm. um, just how that stretches him as an actor. I, I love watching him. It's really four different characters in a way, because he's, you know, the one um, in the Republic of Korea, then he's in the Kingdom of Korea, and then he's those people pretending that they're the other person. So anyway, it's fun.
3: I want to talk about his romance.
0: <laughs>
3: I want to talk about how he is recognizing his, his, um, his coffee shop girl and the girl that is not the coffee shop girl. Um, that was cracking me up because I think that both of them kind of have a little thing. For the girl, Um, Country Bumpkin is definitely not hiding his love and appreciation. (laughs) Um, But I think that our serious guy might recognize a little something he likes, too. I don't know. I find that fun because what if they both fall for the same one?
1: I was going to say, the coffee shop girl is like, mm, you're not as good now. I need you to not be so put together or whatever. She doesn't like the right, the more serious. one. <laughs> she's like, right.
3: mm. she's, she's not happy with his hair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that she she can totally
0: feel that something's kind of off. Like, she just keeps looking at him like, mm, I don't
3: know,
0: kind of like the sister.
2: Mm-hmm. The sister's giving, like, death glares. I halfway <laughs> expected to try to, like, ec- do an exorcist or something on her brother. <laughs> I, That's I, a great moment.
3: It is, and I think it's so fun. I think that the duality of his performance is so fun. And it takes something that could kind of be boring and gives it a punch. Agreed. So we have to talk about
2: the elephant in the room. Well, there's a couple elephants in the room. (laughs) The mask in the room. But this elephant is product placement, which is getting ridiculous, in my opinion. Like, we're having full commercials in the middle of the show, which is just odd am I the only one that feels this way?
1: No, oh, there's no. It, everybody. Is, I've seen so many people online are like talking about how much product placement there is and everything. So yeah, well, it's the
2: part where she's <clears> on <throat> a stakeout and she's like promoting all of these perfumes and facial moisturizers. <laughs> and it's like, are you, that was the commercial me? moment.
1: Like there was a this, good section. That was a commercial was moment. So
2: dumb. <laughs> Again, it's like one thing if you're using like a, pretty lip gloss or whatever and you're you're you glance the brand as you're using it but this is full all out there's a dialogue (laughs) you know
0: or the the little packets of the energy um like ginseng or whatever it is that they have like i mean that's full-on commercial because they look
2: at this phone it has these products wow (laughs) I can order something for him just right off the phone. <laughs> it's like, oh, dear heaven,
1: <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Even the kimchi, like there's the little bags of kimchi that he brought over with him. Yes. To the, they're, they're setting that. just like the,
0: <laughs> or the drink at the, at the girl's um, coffee shop or whatever. The yeah. Coffee shop, very specific drink. Where she Three times. Okay, that. so I actually want to try drink? those
1: the I chunky oatmeal drinks or whatever they've got going on. There. I'm like, where are those? <laughs> but
3: it's such an obvious commercial break. And I'm yes. like, commercial, commercial. It, it makes me wish
2: that they were just vacuuming their floors. <laughs> <Right>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Has anybody, I don't think anybody's vacuumed. There are no, it's just a chicken no. face mask. Kimchi, those egg
3: sandwiches <laughs> eggs are sa- big right now.
1: Oh, yeah, that's in hospital playlist. They eat those all the time.
2: But they were in this one, too. They had Did they? one of their oh, was an egg sandwich. Gotcha. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, don't I don't
0: know. I think that um, I will say, though, I sort of appreciate it a little bit more after the drama that we watched at the beginning of this year um, with the girl that was that that was her job was oh, to do yes. product
1: placement I keep the, and I thought about that, that like last week or something, I'm like, can you imagine the writers and them getting like, okay, so we need you to, cause it's so often that they really have to like write a little bit of the script product placement, little bit product, little yeah. bit, you know, so yeah, I was thinking about the behind the scenes of the writer having to shove that much product placement.
2: It's like, how much money did they get us where I have to tell them that on stakeouts you use these creams? <laughs>
1: The face bomb stuff, not
2: once but twice.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's why it has to be winter, so that they use the face chap stuff or something. (laughs) I don't know.
0: It's crazy. Like it really is a lot. It's and it does change sort of the trajectory of the. Like I get. First of all, these are really long episodes, Mm
1: -hmm. and so
0: I think if you cut out the product placement, we would have a better pace personally. But
1: Mm -hmm.
0: that's just me. But they all, you know, they have to survive, so that's what they do. Mm -hmm. But uh, let's talk about the hot bad guy's plan to switch people for his own benefit. Um, So I've been trying to figure out like, like why exactly he's doing this. And I still don't really know. And I'm an episode later than you guys are.
1: (laughs) No more clarification.
0: Like, I get it. Like clearly he's, you know, we get the premise that he's switching out people and he's making them, like, he's using them to do bad things so that he can, like, to ha- you know, so he has his own little minions. But, like, as far as his big overall plan, which I'm assuming is to take over the monarchy, um, or maybe it's more. Maybe it's more than that. Maybe he's planning on, I don't know. Anyway.
3: I'm a big ball of I got nothing. He's hot, <laughs> and he you know when he's he's plotting, he's really hot, and I don't know why he's trying to maneuver everyone into place, but maybe it's because he looks hot doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're going for uh, the
3: shallow reason yeah, totally really
0: shallow he's ruthless like yeah like i've lost i mean he's he's lost some of the hotness for me because like okay Eamon ho being ruthless whoo, that's yeah different. but like this guy he just like strangles people and cuts them up and oh my god he's scary he's off my hat list i don't think he's hot <laughs> i
1: think he's, he's creepy and scary now, I don't, uh, I don't know what his, I mean, again, I I agree with K-Drama Jen. Like, I can see the, what he might be going for. Um, hopefully it all comes out in a very succinct, understood, like, manner of, like, he has a really thought. Because, I mean, he's had years and years and years to do this. So hopefully the plan does come through at the end.
2: Well, and I think it would make more sense if it was distinctly oh, he's just putting his own people into the um, the kingdom of Korea. So he has people and he can take over and take all of the other people out. And I don't know what exactly he plans to do, take over the throne or whatever he plans to do. Um, but it seems like he's going both ways, which doesn't make as much sense. You know, if you know what I mean? Yep, I like, agree. Like, it's not just um, people into Korea, or the Kingdom of Korea. It's people into the other side, too. So, I don't know. Maybe he's making money, or he's slave-trading people. I don't It It's confusing. It's sad that that's more confusing than how he stayed young <laughs> for
3: so long. I'm just I still afraid. don't get that. Yeah. I still don't understand that plot point. Pretty well, hot. I guess like time that gets stops in that middle world yeah. area, and he, he
2: just
0: hung out worry, there for a long time. Emenho is gonna do some math and figure it all <laughs> out. So, I'm
1: sorry. And he'll look hot. Alert, but, he'll look hot doing the math. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, that might be in in thirteen. Sorry guys, mm-hmm. but um, but I was well, I was hoping we could talk about it because I was laughing because he's like on his chalkboard doing math, like his chalkboard, seriously doing math and. <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, oh, this time's the square root. Uh, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is such fake math. Like, this, this is not going to tell you that the, you know, whatever, space-time continuum is going to, whatever. Like, I was just Well, like, I think silly. he's done
2: some of that. I was going to say, in 12, he realized. The world's going to stop or end right, or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that's was that, 12.
0: That's 12. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I can talk about it then. Because
2: I was but laughing had like that. Crazy. And it doesn't make much sense. No. like it's... the other guy's been jumping
0: back and forth forever.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. But so seriously,
0: you can't take those seconds, because he, of course, is, you know, it's all the way out to like the whatever infinite decimal point. Yeah. And then multiply that times the square root. And <laughs> like, did you see the math formula? mail he came up with? I was laughing. <laughs> right off. I was like, yeah, yeah. no way.
1: Hold on,
2: also, if for some reason time stops because he and the bad guy have those little sticks, then why had it never stopped until he switched the first time and then it starts counting? It just doesn't make
3: sense. He never noticed because... I don't Uh, know. What about the marks?
1: He never started having the marks either and the lightning thing until the second door was so open so maybe it has, has something bars, to do
2: so <laughs> i don't get why maybe I, they explained
1: that in 13 because so I far thanks think and yeah. uh we're talking about how many times they've jumped over and maybe that has to do with it but obviously 13 explains it so i won't get too oh, like into it, i want to
0: talk about that <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, no, they didn't next. clarify next why some people had them and some people, especially with the prime minister, who's our next yeah. topic okay. of she looked so. like she'd only been over there the one time, but she's already got like major stuff. So,
2: yeah. So let us discuss the witch, that prime minister, who <laughs> I'm not a fan of because she's power hungry and psycho and she's out to force him to marry her no matter what, which is a little crazy. But um, kudos for her for being very talented in her clothing choice and knowing (laughs) when to marry and divorce people. So,
1: I just like her shoes. Yeah, but she's a psycho. Yes, but she has good shoes. Yeah. See,
2: I didn't hate her. That's the first thing she did when she switched into the other country. Go buy
1: some shoes. Go buy some shoes.
3: (laughs) I thought that was really interesting. Um, I but. I don't understand. She comes from obviously a poor background, and she's worked her way up. And, you know, we saw all the different levels of how she's worked her way from nothing to prime minister. She's got to be, like, one of the most diabolical people I've known, though. Yeah, I think she is looking at the end game at the beginning, Constantly. I think she's constantly
2: using how she can use people to further herself. like, like she's pretty much sleeping her way up the ladder, <laughs> at least with her husband and divorcing him and then making it so she can marry the king in her mind. You know, I don't know.
3: I don't they have something like can he marry somebody who's been divorced? I mean <laughs> well, in her mind, he can. I, I I have so many questions um, as to how she thinks that she's going to get him. Because usually that's her. a
1: monarch, no no. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's going to marry a random person from another world, so or he's going to try. He told everybody that that's the queen, so <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if there's rules on that, who knows, but
2: But in the she's modern, she's modern aggressive yeah. It's interesting.
1: I didn't understand her that much until there was in the, uh, the last couple episodes where she said the prime minister role is temporary, but I want to be queen because it's it's forever. And so then because at first I thought she really did like him, but then when she ended up finding joy in his pain when his uncle died oh that
3: smirk yeah
1: she would uh, yeah and she's like he's like um they can see you you need to stop (laughs) 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 oh can they sorry oops (laughs) my bad but like then I was like okay so I can kind of see where she's like I don't ever want to be poor again I don't ever want to be without power and so then that made sense versus originally I just felt like she wanted him like she liked him and was all fawning over him but it was like no okay yeah. now i can kind of see that so which
2: i would have been okay with like having a crush on that hot of a king okay i get that but the whole she wants to almost destroy him so she can take control
3: oh you know he'd be she'd have him in a box somewhere <laughs> oh and she'd have a he'd kid be and he'd be dead yeah oh,
0: yeah totally <laughs> She's that remi- kind of queen. <laughs> she reminds me of Tailha or Tel- whatever her name was. Yes! From that show, which I have tried to block out from my memory. What was what it, it called? Arthdal. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Tailha. Tel- yeah. What was her name?
1: Te- yeah, yeah. Tailha te- or so. Yeah, I have to look telha. it up. But yeah, yeah. she anyway. was the, the daughter of, you know, she had been used as a pawn and but that's what she wanted or the guy yeah. with yeah and the guy too like that they just wanted
2: but i think she was a bit more sincere where this one has no sincerity whatsoever no
1: she doesn't, she doesn't like him as world. a person
0: yeah. yeah and she's she's ruthless in her own way like i think that um i mean i i was really shocked that she ended up over in the other world yeah so is quickly, it wrong
2: that i kind of want her and luna to have a go down <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh I can't wait for that
2: Full <laughs> all out cat fight That would be kind of amusing So
3: Alright So Let's talk about the romance The kisses Are they working for us Um What yeah? kisses <laughs> You
2: mean the
0: ones at the very end of, like, That are the like the Anne freaks. No,
2: there was the really awkward crying kiss that oh, looked yeah. like she was snagging his hands and he was trying to engulf her face. <laughs> <laughs> he was, was like, like holding so her awkward. in place and
1: he was like, I'm going to consume you.
2: <laughs> I know. Why? And she's just like, let me
3: stand here and hold your hands as you consume me.
1: And I then like he
2: disappears.
3: I a foot between them. I, I, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't Although
1: I don't I, it. Do you think that the the sexy times at the uh, in his bedroom were at least a little bit better like that? Oh, the kiss was hot. Yeah, they they did much better on that. Like he did the neck kiss and then they kissed and, you know, we they know could what have happened
0: worse. <laughs> I mean, the neck kiss was pretty sexy.
1: Yeah, yeah but I, mean. I think it's got to be the director. It's got to be the director's fault. Of that, make I don't know. Maybe not, but it just all the kisses are just weird and awkward, and that's probably why I can't pick the this couple as like oh, I love them. They're my favorite OTP because it's just those types of moments are weird.
2: Well, and then we also have that the kisses are not the kiss, but the romance in general has really taken a back seat for most of the middle section of the drama. Like it's definitely been about the revenge about going back and forth and figuring out what the bad guy's doing and trying to figure that all out. It hasn't been about our main couple. Um, we got the few scenes where she's crying cause he comes back and maybe there's some time travel that she mentioned and not quite sure on that one. Um, and then, other than that, they're separated for a lot of episodes. Yeah, where there isn't romance because they're doing their thing. Um, they did bring it back really strong at the end of episode eleven, though, and I really appreciated that. Where um, she's in trouble, he rides to her rescue. It's just uh, that was fabulous.
1: Yeah. yeah, and him being so ruthless, like not being nice about it at all. He was just oh my
0: god, he was just <clears throat> kind of. Sword and was just mm-hmm. taking people down. Yeah, I liked that.
2: Yeah. So I, I, they did bring it back, which I really appreciated. And but if it hadn't have had that really strong ending of this segment,
1: mm-hmm. I would have
2: been like, "Uh, one of my least favorite romances," because it's just not prevalent.
0: But. Yeah. So I have to agree. I think when you ask where those, I I'm going to ask, "Where's the romance?" Um, because. That is not really the focus right now. Um, There are moments, but it's just, I don't know. Like, even their kiss scenes, I'm not necessarily a fan of him as a kisser, I think. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's still eating your face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and it kind of feels like they're the couple
2: that have been married for 15 years, Mm -hmm. so they're not so hot for each other all the time anymore. They seem very calm and not. Let's get to the bedroom. Va va voom.
0: Well, except for the ending of every single episode, there is some sort of running to each other, reuniting kind of thing that
3: happens. Right. But other than that, but
0: those are like I love mm -hmm." you, not
2: va va voom. No, there's no spark. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I know. And they had a spark. They did. I don't know where they lost it. When he
1: snuck into her. Bedroom when he brought her over to the world first, like that whole scene with him sitting next to her and everything that 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 was amazing. but then once she went back to her world and their separation, and then I also think that the not the out of sequence times that they keep showing them you're never quite sure why she's acting the way she's acting sometimes because you don't know how long they've been apart you don't know when the last time that you know it's it's just kind of yeah. weird and it just makes it feel disjointed and you just quite don't quite know and again, they're not spending a lot of time together and so this this huge romance you're like why you guys aren't even together all the time although he's corny but super swoony and he runs in on a horse rides in on a horse and saves her and then runs up to her and picks her up and it's like oh my gosh that's amazing but I don't know
0: that was swoony
1: it was but it's still kind of like I know behind the scenes watching him with the horse, I think sometimes he, he has more <laughs> of a relationship with the horse than he does with her. But... Well, and,
0: and with Dohuan. Like, right. Think... Oh,
1: they've got I love the three guys, the yeah. scenes with Do-Hwan's, uh character and the um, so the Captain Joe and then Popsicle Cop. Those scenes were some of my favorite, and her scenes with the Popsicle Cop too have been some of my favorites. So they have you know,
0: major chemistry. They I
1: do have really major chemistry, them. and they have a really great, strong backstory and everything too.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, and it helps that they get screen time <laughs> <'cause> together. <laughs> Although Most they had, had
1: them separated too for a while. He was off on yeah. his like bender. which we'll, we'll get to that, but um. So I think we could spend all night on this part because I think it's our biggest frustration out of the whole show because it's in pieces. There's so many great parts, but that part is just so frustrating. But um, so Egon's uncle is murdered, and we meet his cousin, who is not a nice person at all. Um, was he part of the group that killed his father? The cousin, I don't. I
2: kind of felt like he might be. He because was. There's.
1: How old reasons. was he though? He was young because he's, he yeah. he's not that I much older.
2: He's not that have... much older
1: than Y e Gong. Like I e Men Ho and he him seems were
2: younger because he has kids. The cousin already has older kids. Mm-hmm. So his son's gonna get to be the next heir. But or I his... definitely feel that he's maybe at a similar ages as the I thought it was his younger sister.
1: Caught. I thought it was the uncle's daughter. That he said no, it goes to her, but I don't know. I'm it could I be thought it was a son,
2: but it could be a daughter. Uh, it's the kid of the uncle, so it's skipping him. Yeah, but he seems to be of a similar age to the people that they're getting as the bad guys.
1: It's possible um, that
2: are transferring spots if you look at the scenes. So I would not be surprised if somehow he was connected and they did never did anything because of the prince's relationship. Like, maybe not directly involved, but maybe suspected. Anyway, that's my guess. Because, man, the guy was a jerk, and entitled, and horrible. And I just felt so ick just seeing his scenes.
0: I loved the uncle, and I mm-hmm. felt so bad when, when he just came in and, like, strangled him, and put oh. the ring on his finger, and just oh, that was really sad. But I also appreciated that he left clues for his nephew yeah but Um, i don't know about this guy i'm just the the neck the um, the cousin it'd be a cousin cousin. yeah i feel like he just sort of came out of the woodwork a little bit and and i know that we've heard the like some of the backstory as far as the uncle being really careful about making sure that his kids weren't you know he made it really clear that your goal is absolutely not to try to take over the throne and like making them leave the country and so on. But I don't know.
3: But in doing that, he may have opened up a whole nother Pandora's box by keeping them separate. And in a way they could, I mean, somebody could have been such as creepy uncle had a way to keep in contact with them that the palace couldn't keep tabs on because they were halfway across the world. I think that the the cousin wasn't necessarily part of the group that killed um, Egon's father, but I think that he part was of part that, of a yeah. plot that's going on. He's part of everything that's happening now. He's very much got his dirty little fingers in and he's been promised something.
2: Yeah, it's probably a good idea that he is not the heir because I don't think Egon'd be lasting too long if he was.
3: (laughs) No, and and I think that him not being the heir was not a part of the plan that anyone had. It was assumed, and he's so cocky. I I I feel like that we're gonna find out more about that. I just I feel weird about it. it, So we'll see. Could be nothing.
2: So we have so many different plot points going on. And we also have hot ice, icicle or ice cone. Popsicle Popsicle cop. <laughs> Popsicle cop. It's been a long day. Uh, Shinji, and we discover that he is part of the kingdom of Korea. And he was kidnapped by our bad guy and put into the Republic of Korea to... Make sure his mom toes the line because she's part of the royal court um, as one of the women that works there. And it looks like he's discovering some of his birth secrets, I guess it would be, that his mom really isn't his mom and that he's been replaced into a different location, uh, which is really interesting. And do you guys think he's going to go to the bad guys or is he going to stay loyal especially once he learns about his mother. What do you guys think?
0: I never for one second doubted or doubt that he will stay loyal. He is way too much a puppy un, of like and follows his girl around. I just I can't imagine him ever betraying her.
3: I agree he is everything in his life that is good and wonderful involves tail he is he is not going to do anything that would betray her her friendship she is the only family he really has and he'll be sad about his mom and he'll work to try to make things better but i don't see him going bad at all they're not going to be able to do that to him he might try to fake it but i don't see him going bad
1: See, and I think he's always kind of known that that wasn't really his mom. He didn't quite know exactly why or what was going on, but like he remembers a little bit. And so he's always kind of had this off feeling that he didn't belong. And so that which makes tail like even more like you were saying his family. And so I don't I agree. I don't think he's going to go to the bad guy side. In fact, his eyes kind of look very familiar or similar to the person that saves the, uh, the young Egong. So that's one of my theories is that it's him. It's possible it's not him. It could be e ho and, and still be him as his older self or whatever. Who knows? But I 100% think he's team Egong good guy forever. And it, it'll be interesting to see when everything plays out, if he'll end up being on the other side or not, or if they get to choose, maybe not, maybe the other side, one side dies and has never, they can't have access to it again. Who knows how it'll end? The possibilities are endless, but yeah.
0: So our next question, I didn't write and so i can't answer it (laughs) (laughs) what's what's with Teo's cry fest i haven't
2: noticed that so you probably weren't part of the conversation
1: (laughs) it's beginning of episode 10 i think
2: and the end of episode 10 and a couple other spots like she cries a lot just all the time yeah
1: Well, it was, it was very specific of like, okay, so the beginning of episode 10, I can't even remember. So the end of nine or whatever episode it was, he goes off and and she knows where he's going. He leaves behind, uh, Captain Joe. Like she... she everything seem
2: like she has issues with right? It.
1: everything is fine. I, I get that they've been apart, but like then the next time they show her running into the bamboo forest, she's just like bawling her head off acting like she thought he was dead and it just did not make sense. And then at the end of that episode, he disappears and she's like crying again. And then there's like another time where she's crying and it just didn't make sense. But I, again, earlier when I was talking about, it, I think it's their timeline making her character feel wonky. Like I feel like the bamboo forest must have happened after he disappeared on her in the middle of that kiss. <laughs> the, like, the yeah, wasn't it was.
0: in the middle of the kiss? So it was in the was middle hung? of the kiss.
1: He disappears, but that happens at the end of that episode. And the beginning of that episode, you see her seeing him in the, the forest. But then later on in, I think 12, she says, I thought that it was the last time I was going to see you And then I saw you in the bamboo forest or something like that. And then he, he doesn't know what the outfit means. Like he, she sees the outfit that he was in that silk outfit and he's like, uh, she's like, why would you wear that? And he explains that he would wear it maybe if I had flowers or something like that, which I'm assuming it would be like a formal wedding type thing or something. I don't know. So that obviously happened. At a different time. But the viewer, we've got doppelgangers running around. We've got two different Lots parallel tears. universes. And then we've got time jumps where we don't know when the, the their meetings happen. So it just really makes her character feel so, like, weird. And it would have made, if you had deleted the bamboo scene and then had her cry like that, like she did when she was about to pass out. After he just like rode his horse and slayed all those people and like saved her, it would have been like super powerful. But because she had already had all these other times where she met him and she was crying, I don't know. It just felt very weird for her character. And because we didn't have context on why it happened, it felt weird. To me to a lot of us because is. I binged it
0: I just didn't realize it also I do know that you know in our chats if one of us is, is um, like um annoyed by something that it tends to be like a little echo chamber and it becomes even more amplified and so I just totally didn't even
1: notice that um it was funny with this we, one it was like we were all saying it in different groups so
2: <laughs> it didn't. yeah because we didn't watch it together that week
1: or I didn't watch it with you guys No No, but yeah, she just the crying, but her character completely comes around by the end of like how hard she fought and how strong she was and how she just was not going to back down no matter what they, they stayed true to her character. It was just those weird scenes that just felt really out of it. But I still love her character.
3: I agree. I, the, the, the crying whenever she sees him, I feel like, 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 like you guys have said, time travel. There's something weird that we don't have backstory on. Or maybe they changed
2: the story arc or something, but they had the scene filmed. Who knows?
1: It could be editing too. Yeah. Or else so,
2: <laughs> We have our doppelganger of our awesome lady, Luna, who's a thief and a bad guy. And she was arrested and in prison or jail. I guess not prison, but she was in jail for a little while. Is she a bad guy or a wild card? Where do we think that story arc is going to go?
3: Wild card. I'm saying she's a wild card. I think I think there's a lot that we don't know about her. And she's she's layers and layers and layers of a character. Um she has so many different personas. Like she tells the little boy. Which, uh, do we talk about the little boy? Because
1: little boys. Freaking
2: we haven't. Me out.
1: We haven't.
2: We haven't yet. I think we need to talk after we talk Luna. We'll do little boy. Um, or while Luna.
3: <laughs> so, so you want me to like talk about that in yep, conjunction? Talk okay. about
2: it in conjunction.
3: So we have this little boy that keeps showing up, but there's only one little boy, and he is very close to Luna. So that leads me to think that Luna is someone very, very, very important because he protects her. She keeps giving him her keys. She keeps giving, he has her secrets. And when she leaves, she's telling him to go and, um and, uh, uh take the car and whatnot but I think that Luna is going to be um maybe not a doppelganger maybe like an alter ego Uh, I, I I feel like this is where we're gonna have the meshing of the characters because Luna is crazy she's like certifiable crazy but there's something not quite human about her to me and um, when the little boy goes later on to rescue Teo, he's doing it because of Luna. Does that make sense?
1: I don't, I I don't think he is.
3: Uh
0: uh-uh, uh yeah. No, because he said now, now it's back in balance or something like that.
1: But he's—he's <laughs> he's not a real boy. In my opinion, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he's Pinocchio. <laughs> no, I don't think he's because again, he's not going to be on a sides. I think he's some kind of magical creature connected, not creature, but thing connected to the actual, the, th- the, is it a flute? A key? If I, yes, it's a flute, the flute thingy or something. That's just my thought process or just, he's just part of the magic in general, but I don't think he's a real person. If that makes sense. Like fate or something. (laughs) I don't know.
2: Because he has the red string on his yo-yo that's about to break or whatever.
1: So is he the fate
2: that ties them
3: together? Maybe.
1: I don't know. He may also be the way that they're able to time travel. Because a couple of episodes ago, um, Yigong was looking at CCT footage. And it was a future date. It was like in... April or March and or something of 2020 looked at and he camera. looked up it. Yeah. So he may be the um, gatekeeper of like time or something like that with his little yo-yo or yeah. something. I don't know. But I definitely don't think he's, I think his connection to Luna shows that she's possibly been aware of stuff that's going on for longer than just like, she has reasons for, and it could just be that she has a you know, she's going to die and she's just been trying to save herself or whatever, but I feel like she's had more direct purposes for doing the things that she's been doing, the stealing and the all that kind of stuff. So
2: Well, and I like that she's not scared of the bad guy and kind of taunts him by like going in and stealing his money. <laughs> yeah. You know, and and yeah, there's something more to her than just a pawn. Definitely. Mm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think...
1: <laughs> Did something happen in 13 that, you know, <laughs> I think I will just, I'll talk with
3: a little
0: boy because we don't know much about him, um, but I do agree with like the red string. Like there's a lot of those metaphor kind of things and references to to the kinds of things that we are we see often in like fantasy dramas. So I agree. I think there's something and the fact that he said now it's in balance or something when he when he cut her ropes. Mm. So um, as far as Luna, I'm not gonna talk about her today. Wait till episode thirteen and I'll talk about her.
3: Okay. <laughs> so, so moving on. Vigan gets ruthless, like ruthless, ruthless. Is it sexy or not? How do we even
1: have this as a question? <laughs> I know, Statement, <laughs> period, exclamation yeah. mark. No question. He's
0: like, he's like sex on a
1: stick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love that you guys are all coming to the dark side and thinking murdering people is sexy. Thank you. <laughs> I feel justified here you now.
0: Know, <laughs> I mean, I've always been all about the revenge drama, but, uh, but, oh, wow. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, I'm just, feeling it.
2: Well, so often we get, oh, you know, the hero has to be above killing people, blah, blah, blah. Blah, <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah. No, blah. he's all like off
3: with his head. And it was so hot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I did. There was that point where I was like, if he doesn't follow through, then he really isn't going to be a strong leader. Not that he needs to go around killing people and stuff. But like when he said to the one guy he brought back over, like you need to execute him. I was like, Oh, you're putting yourself in a position where if you don't follow through, then you're going to really be seen as weak. And from that point on, he was just like, shoot him him up, up. come in with my sword, (laughs) kill him.
2: Mow you down. he's my horse.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
0: yeah. No horses were hurt. Which I guess is actually our next question, which is about the white knight saving the kidnapped tail. So they're kind of together in my head because Mm -hmm. when they all came riding in with their horses and, like, just trampled over people and then he, like, cut people up with his sword, that was hot. Sorry.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so... The white knight save of a kidnapped two. I liked the fact that by the time they get there, she's already like she's been in a car accident. She's had to like fight her way out. She's ran from it. And it's funny because I watched the very end of um, uh, Itaewon class. And they had kind of a similar where she has to run and get away. And there is no comparison because one seemed kind of cheesy. And this one was just like. She was going to stand her ground. She had her gun. She was going to shoot whoever and she was going to die. Like she really had the determination of like, whatever. I, I have to just keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. And I'm glad that I mean, yes, she needed to be saved. But I mean, she was up against insurmountable odds. So I really liked that she was such a big force in that. And then he rides up on his white horse and saves her and looks very hot doing it. So was, and um, I
2: admit it, it was a little cheesy, it but was, it worked.
1: Yes, it was. It was cheesy, but
3: um, I watched that scene like ten times. It
1: had your hottie mm-hmm. in it too, didn't it? You keep noticing uh, the one I, <laughs> the
3: second. So I'm totally <laughs> in love with the the short like, hair guard. Really short bald, hair yeah, guard. Yeah, I don't know why, but he is on my radar. And he was super hot backing up the king. You know, he's plowing through and killing people. And he takes the king's sword. And he's, you know, obviously this trustworthy guy. And then to see um, Yigan go, and he's like racing through on his horse. And she sees him. And he sees her and he fights his way to her. And she's just ready to drop. And then he picks her up. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, <my difference. laughs> it was very romantic it was so romantic mm-hmm. and i love a good romance and so,
1: ruthless
0: it, yes <laughs>
2: romantic yes.
1: and ruthless
2: mm-hmm. so talking about romantic no it's not romantic is burning scars <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh-huh. it looks like Not everyone, but a lot of people who are in the wrong place are starting to get these burning scars that randomly happen when there's thunderstorms. I don't know what to think about it. I think this is going to have to jump into that whole what's going on aspect that we don't know yet. But I did appreciate the reveal of the Prime Minister having a burning scar when she's talking to the king. I thought that was a really good way to reveal that she's also been like traveling between places and it was well done.
0: I agree. I liked the way that they revealed that the, like, so when you see all the people's burning scars and you hear it's like lightning outside and then everyone's like clutching themselves. Um, But unfortunately, I have more to say that I can't say. (laughs) I know why Uh, certain people have them and certain don't. So mm. I'm going to have to recuse myself from this particular uh,
3: line of questioning. (laughs) So so I have a theory now (laughs) about that. Does it happen to the people who don't have a doppelganger? (laughs)
1: the other person has died because i totally
3: wouldn't put it past the prime minister to have slit the other girl's throat
1: (laughs) oh the other the uh, gotcha Huh. Although that's interesting. that would
2: mean the cop would have to have one because his other doppelganger died, yeah, when he was a he hasn't kid been and, it. and then replace.
1: shocker revealed toward the end of episode twelve was that Lady No was saying that she was brought over from um North Korea or what well, is North Korea well, before, before the yeah, at the end of the war, of- yeah, that she's from uh the. Republic of Korea so she would have to have another person running around in in there as like her I mean that would make sense but I don't know I, I didn't I, see I it know. in any of the other comments so I just threw it in there because that was one of those like at the end of 12 I was like oh, she knows what's going on because she's been there the whole time I thought it was interesting yeah <laughs> and it was all a mistake. You didn't even realize that you you weren't having to watch 13. We were even No, <laughs> I binged it. I
0: really did. I even like fast-forwarded through certain parts so that I could get to the end. Uh, but well, that's okay. Okay. So, let's talk about our overall feelings of the drama so far. So, for me, um I really loved it at first. It started to drag a little bit for me. Um, And so I do find myself sort of skimming through certain parts, um, especially because I was falling asleep while watching it sometimes. So it's just, it's a really long episode. Um, So I didn't watch it for a couple of weeks um, and I did binge it today. And I actually think binging is better
1: because
0: mm-hmm. um, there's so many little things, like you said, like with the editing, or or whether it's editing or just time jump kind of things. When you're watching it all together, then it it does have a better flow. Um, but the way that every episode ends with like some sort of you know one of them running to the other or whatever, like I just feel like I don't know every single time. I'm like let me guess, they're gonna run to each other <laughs> and stare at one another, and we're gonna freeze frame. Um so I I do like it. I love Dovan he's my absolute favorite um and I love popsicle cop um and I love the romance with the girl from the um coffee shop like I like their or their potential romance but yeah, so I like it I but, and parts of it I absolutely love but, um, it just isn't necessarily pulled together for me in the way that I would like it to be.
3: I'm going to add to that. Um, it jumps around too much. There's too much jumping around. There's too much product placement. It gets confused as to what it is sometimes. Um, I'm, I'm having to work a little too hard to keep up with what's happening is it a flash forward is it a flashback are we in present time who am I looking at what's going on it I feel like there's too many things going on and too many irons in the fire. And the product placement. I'm really getting tired of the product placement. And the
1: no abs.
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. How did I forget that?
1: <laughs> I knew I needed to remind you. <laughs> uh, I feel like, because this uh, this writer is always hit and miss for me. Um, but I think with this one, I've really kind of realized that she's able to make these amazing pieces. Like the pieces of her stories are unforgettable. Like, you know, the the goblin bromance and their their characters and just there's so many things in that drama. They're that just unforgettable. There's a lot of stuff in Descendants of the Sun that is like burned into my memory that was different and unique. Um, and some of the other dramas that I've liked with hers. But there's a, a continuity that And making the overall story just the complete package that I think that is, is the part that's hit and miss for me. So I know that when this is over, there the characters and stuff will be ones that I will remember. Especially the king, because Iman Ho is not has like kind of back and forth with me of liking him and not liking him. And this one, definitely, I, I really do love his character and I love his acting. And then Do Juan and um, some of the other characters that I've just, I really love all the pieces, Lady No and, and everything in the uncle. Like there's just so many great pieces and even great pieces to the story. So I hope with all of my heart that like by the time it, Gets done we're not scratching our heads and going huh okay that was the explanation alright whatever <laughs> but we'll see I know we've got the four episodes left three for some of us so yeah because it's 16 episodes right it's not a longer yeah. yeah so we'll see if they're able to finish it and it's finish strong
2: yeah I think I just agree with all of you guys um, the negative definitely is the pacing of the various story arcs It's just sometimes it's really heavy in one story arc and then other times in others. And sometimes we don't see characters for a while and it kind of makes me think, oh, whatever happened to so-and-so. So Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It's definitely one I think is worth watching. I do not regret watching this. And I can't always say that for all dramas. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know (laughs) if it'll end up being a favorite because I'm just really worried about how they're going to end this, all the convoluted um, lines going everywhere. So we'll have to see what happens. But I am in no way regretting watching it, and I'm enjoying it. So, On that note, thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to send us your thoughts and feelings about the podcast. And if there's a specific actor or drama or theme that you would like us to discuss, then please let us know because we're always looking to do what our listeners want us to talk about.
3: We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes we have so much more to say and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing.